if you are listening to this episode, know that this episode is now in a devotional journal. That's right. This episode is now in a devotional journal that was created and inspired by season one of Spirituality Podcast. It was created to catapult you into a new level of connectedness and relationship with God. Each topic, experience, and application is now in written form with pages for you to reflect and journal. Go ahead over to the show notes and grab your copy today. I'll make sure to leave you a personal note and drop a little surprise in too. Enjoy it. You are invited to be a part of the podcast. That's right. I want you to be a guest on Spirituality Podcast. Wait, did she just say that she wants me to be a guest on the podcast? I absolutely did. We are ending this season, season one, with 25 episodes, and we are going out with a bang before we start on season two. So guess what? I want you to answer this question. What is God teaching you? in this season of your life. If you have been rocking with spirituality for a while, you know that this is an infamous question that we ask every guest on every episode. And now with you being the guest, I want you to answer the same question. There is a link in the show notes and this link will lead you to leave a 90 second response to that question. What is God teaching you? in this season of your life. And guess what? You could be featured on the 25th episode. So go ahead, head over to the link when you finish this episode and answer the question. I can't wait to have you on the show. You are now tuning in to Spirituality Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. LaTanya Moore. This is the place where we cover all things related to your spiritual maturity. I'm talking topics, experiences, and application. It's also the place where you can receive practical tips when you are ready to strengthen your relationship with God. Hashtag practical. So you know what? Let's not waste any time. Let's jump right in to today's episode. Hey, 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 come on in. Have a seat at the table. How are you doing today? Is this your first time here at Spirituality Podcast? Welcome. Listen, We are 23 episodes into this thing. I need you to go back, go back to episode number one in the beginning and just spend some time, binge listen, enjoy yourself. (laughs) Listen, grab your coffee, grab your tea because we're about to jump right into this thing. Today, we are talking about gifts. That's right, gifts. You are gifted. I'll say that again. You are gifted. 
You know, I feel like most of us hear this at some point in our lives, right? Like we have gifts, we have talents. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm good at a couple of things. But I really wanted to just really cover this topic of gifts and um and and how gifts really help us to live a life of purpose, right? So when we think about our gifts, oftentimes we think about physical attributes or things that we're good at, right? You might say things like, you know, I'm good at talking. I'm good at speaking. I'm good at, you know, listening to people. Um, Maybe I'm good at organizing or singing. I'm good at creating. I'm good at fixing things. You know, the list goes on. So when you think about the things that, you know, that make you you, I'm hoping that you include, of course, your gifts and your talents, right? So as we think about these things that we're good at, like we really literally are whole shiny packages. (laughs) Like as a human, we come boxed as this shiny package that is full of things to unpack, right? So when we think about these physical gifts that we have, like I might say, you know, I'm good at, you know, listening and talking to people and, you know, getting to the to the root of a problem or, you know, that's my therapy brain right there. I want to use that not only as, you know, hey, these are my physical gifts, but that they really relate to my spiritual gifts as well. Now, we're going to do an entire series on spiritual gifts next season. God has already revealed that to me, so I appreciate him so much. So we're going to talk about, you know, gifts of discernment and words of wisdom and knowledge and all of those things. But today, we're talking about, you know, those physical gifts, those things that you have, those things that you enjoy doing that really God has bestowed upon you. And so those things should be used to his glory as well. We are all gifted. So even as we're talking about this, I want you to grab your notebook, (laughs) get your notebook, get your pen, because I want you to make sure that you're writing some things down, even as God might be beginning to speak with you or speak to you or through you about your gifts during this episode. I believe that he's going to do that. So Once you grab that notebook and paper and you're ready, I want you to just go ahead and start jotting down, you know, some of your gifts. What are some things that that you're good at? What are some things that you really enjoy doing that might not take you much effort? Because it's just like, it's just you, you know, write some of those things down. I want you to know that we are all equally gifted in God's eyes, all equally gifted. One gift is not better than the other. You know, one person's gifts aren't um, higher or more elevated than another. Like we're literally all on the same playing field as it relates to our gifts, right? And when we think about our gifts, we have to, again, think about them as that shiny package because your gifts are not only for you to create something for someone or make someone feel good or fix something for someone. No, your gifts... Those gifts, those things that you're good at are also supposed to bring God glory. They're supposed to be used for the kingdom, right? So everything that he has like packaged us with, those gifts, those talents are really supposed to be bringing him glory and bring you joy. They're supposed to bring you joy. I think about our gifts As all of those things that we're good at, like those innate abilities that we have, we're just good at those things. 
but that we can have so many gifts and all of those gifts really lead us or, you know, define and underline by our purpose, right? So I could be good at being a therapist. I could be good at listening. I could be, you know, good at getting to the root of the problem, but ultimately they're underpinned by my purpose. So they all lead to my purpose and my purpose um, is to heal. My purpose is to motivate. So I, I really think those gifts, like you can have tons of gifts and they could be unrelated gifts, but they really all kind of direct you to that purpose, right? So you can live that life of purpose if you are utilizing or when you're utilizing your gifts. Where there is purpose, there is also profit, y'all. When we use our gifts and talents, like we literally profit from that, right? Because those same things that are bringing you joy, like bring you profit, And so we really see this in the Bible, you know, with Peter. I love me some Peter, (laughs) but Peter and, um, he was, he was walking into the temple with Jesus and the tax collectors asked for money. And so Jesus tells Peter to go throw your line, go fishing, and there you will find the coins. Fishing was Peter's gift. Fishing was Peter's purpose. And so when he went out to go fishing, he found coins in the fish's mouth. All right. That's like a whole miracle. (laughs) But it says so much about our own gifts and talents, right? Like literally when you engage in your gifts, when you carry out your purpose, there is profit attached to that, right? So I'm thankful that Peter went out and, you know, he did his thing. I want you to think about your gifts and talents too. Like they're a part of your body. Like literally they are a part of you, you know? Um, One of my friends was just mentioning to me about, she was just talking about someone who's really, really gifted with her hands. And she said, you know, I wonder how it feels to wake up every morning with all of those gifts and talents running through your veins. And I thought, whoo, y'all, that thing resonated in my spirit immediately for this episode. Your gifts and talents are running through your veins. Your blood keeps it going and his blood keeps it flowing. Our gifts and talents are a part of us. And if we can get to a place where we're literally thinking about every gift and every talent that we have and how we can ensure that we're using that to the glory of God, we will not only have joy, but we'll have profit in those areas as well. You know, this is how we were designed. We were designed this way. I love the story um, or the parable in the Bible about the talents. I'm not sure how many of you are familiar with this story, but the more and more I read this story, the more revelation I get. The story is in Matthew 25 and it's verses uh, 15 through 30. So use those verses and go back as a reference to really read the entire thing. But I love the story of the talents. Um, God took me to this story probably about a month ago. I remember posting about it when I was just thinking about so, so many things that I had to do. And it's almost like he was reminding me that everything I had to do, like all the things that were on my to-do list, if he had called me to it, then that means I had the capacity to see it through, right? So I started reading this story um, again, and there are a couple takeaways that I want to use for this episode because this is all about gifts and talents, right? So God has given all of us 
gifts and talents to steward. That means to to do the right thing with those gifts and talents. He's given us time. That's our day to day. You know, he's given us 24 hours and he's given us 365 days a year. He's given us time. He's given us talent, talent. Those are our abilities. Those are our skills. And he's given us treasures. And so those are all of our financial resources, you know, our money. And so all of these things are supposed to be stewarded properly. Oh, steps on my own toes. All of these things are supposed to be stewarded (laughs) properly, okay? Because he is giving them to us to do just that. So in the parable of the talents, he gives, you know, one man five talents. He gives another man two talents and he gives another one talent. The man with the five talents goes off and creates more talents, right? Like literally produces more talents. The man with the two talents did the same thing, goes off, uses the talents, it produces more talent. And the man with the one talent that was given to one talent, he hides his talent buries the talent and doesn't produce anything. Now they each had a different amount of talents, but they were given their talents based on their capacity. They were given their talents based on their capacity. So every gift you have, every talent you have, it means that God knew your capacity. He knew what you could handle and he didn't give you anything more than what you could handle. So what you have right now, you can handle all of it. I think about, you know, spiritual consulting. I have just launched spiritual consulting officially, and I'm so excited about it. But I think about the talents that I have and the gifts that I have and how I'm literally using everything that ha- that God has placed inside of me. I'm, I'm literally using everything because I kid you not, like I always talk about having all these different brains. It's like I have a therapy brain. That's my, you know, I think trauma. I think deeply. I think listener. And then I have this organizational brain where I think systems, you know, I think let's um, make this you know, very organized, I think implementation. And then I have my spiritual brain. I think everything got it by the Holy Spirit where I'm literally using all those things in spiritual consulting. You need to get your session. Okay. Let me just tell you because all of those things come into play. Going back to this parable though, I love it because despite the fact that each one of them had a different amount of talents It didn't make either one, you know, more important than the other. Just like us, you know, somebody could have five talents, somebody could have two talents, but what matters is, are you stewarding those talents? The man with the five talents and the man with the two talents used their talent. And because they used their talent, they received more. Imagine that the more that we use our talents and gifts, God begins to open doors for us to receive more talents and gifts. Because if we can steward the little, then he gives us a lot, right? But what happened to the person with one talent who hid their talent? Imagine this. You have a talent or a gift and you bury it. You hide it. You don't use it. You're afraid. You don't know what to do with it. So you step back and you suppress it. Well, he wasn't rewarded at all. Actually, his talent was snatched from him and given to the man with five talents. Woo! 
I've said a million times, if God gives you an idea, if he gives you something and he expects you to see that assignment through, then if you don't, it still has to manifest in the earth. So he's going to give it to someone else. Well, this parable tells us that it really teaches us that. So we really want to be good stewards over our talents. We want to be good stewards over our gifts so that we can get more and so that we can bring joy to the kingdom so that we can bring edification to the kingdom and so that we can be prosperous. Okay. And have profit because we're literally using the gifts and talents that God has placed inside us. I love everything about this discussion of gifts and talents. And I want you, even as you're thinking about those talents that you've written down already, to think about how can you ensure that you're using those gifts and talents for the kingdom? How can you ensure that? Our guest for today has done just that. She has utilized her gifts and talents for the kingdom, which has really caused her to live a life of purpose. So I am so excited for you to meet L because, whoo, you're talking about talented. She is a creative at heart. Let's jump right in. Passion, faith, and creativity are the beliefs to live by when it comes to dreaming. And that belief has carried L'Oreal Henderson to where she is today. Born and raised in Chattanooga, Tennessee, L'Oreal made it her mission to always be driven by her dreams and never complacent in her pursuit. As a graduate of Alston P. State University with a bachelor's in arts and education, L'Oreal has used her artistic talent to aid her spiritual gifts. This not only has allowed her to express true artistry in her craft, but also gain a deeper relationship with God. L'Oreal's work is a reflection of her true identity and it continues to be fueled by the support of her family and close friends. So L'Oreal, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here. I'm super excited. Yes, I am so excited that you are here as well to help us talk about gifts and purpose and all the things that we want to live in, right? Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. So um, I love that I'm doing this episode about gifts because, you know, oftentimes I feel like we hear a lot, you know, you're gifted, you have gifts, God is giving you gifts, but how do we get to the place where we actually, you know, live out those gifts and uh, walk in our purpose? Right. So that's, that's what we're going to talk about today. So let's jump right in. So when you think about living a life of purpose, you know, what does that mean to you? How would you define living a life of purpose? For me, honestly, it's it's allowing God's promise and the and the things that He's spoken over you to just guide you in your everyday life. You know, every decision, mm-hmm. every thought that you do is guided by Him. And for me personally, it was me getting out of my cycles of complacency and really putting to action what He gave me. You know, instead my God. of just you know walking through life kind of with blinders on, really opening my eyes and making sure that I'm aware of hey, everything that I do has a purpose and that purpose can also, you know, affect other people. So if I'm not walking in it, I could be hindering somebody else from getting something they need to grow from, you know, for Mm. me personally. That is amazing. (laughs) That just gave me chills already. 
Um, you said getting out of your cycles of complacency, like that's a whole power statement. Yes. Because don't we get in those places where it's like, okay, I'm good right here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I became so comfortable with where I was. And then I, I, I feel like it was just a spark that I realized, Hey, I'm not really growing anywhere and I'm stuck mm-hmm. and I'm frustrated. You know, and when I got to that point, I was just like, okay, Lord, I really need you to tell me what I need to do. And he was like, you've been going in cycles like the, you know, the Jonathan McReynolds song. Yes. That's, that song was amazing because it really touched my soul. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I've just been doing the same thing over and over again and being comfortable. And I really Mm. need to, you know, I wanted to make sure that I stepped out of that and really took a leap of faith. Absolutely. Wow. Um, I'm just, I'm just sitting here thinking about the freedom that must have come with you know stepping out of a cycle you know yeah my gosh that's good um I love that you said too that you know you realize that your purpose is connected to someone else um and I think that's the thing that I want to talk so much more about because when we walk in our purpose Mm -hmm. it allows someone else to be free so that's good wow tell us what your experiences and really like your encounters with God have been like since you, you know, really learned to use your gifts and live a life of purpose? Yeah, I realized, honestly, how selfish I was. Because being, wow. being a creative, you know, you for me specifically, I'm, I'm an artist as far as visual arts and writing, of course. And I realized that I was just creating art that I thought people would like and they would visually would be pleasing to them not realizing that this whole time that I'm creating art and I'm using my talents that I was really just doing it for myself, you know, or, Hey, I'm an entrepreneur. So I need to make this extra cash. Let me do these commission works here. And I realized I'm like, this is really selfish. Mm. And I realized that it was about, it wasn't just about creating something that people could see that would move them. It was about creating something that could change people's lives. And I think when I took that step, he actually elevated my creativity and he took me in a whole different direction. And even writing the book, I mean, I, I never wanted to write a book. It's just, he took my writing and it, and it elevated. It, it just, it started out being just something that I did to worship and to really kind of have private time with him. And he used those thoughts to be able to change people's lives through the book. It was just a matter of me stepping out of my element. And instead of saying, Hey, what is it that I want to do? I started asking myself, hey, God, what is it that you want me to do with my art? Ooh, that's powerful. Yeah, yeah. My gosh, that still connects back to, you know, it's connected to someone else. My purpose is connected to someone else. Yes. Wow, that's good. That really takes a higher level of spiritual maturity to get to a place to say, you know, God, what do you want me to do yeah. with this? You know, how has really being clear and having that clarity on your um, your gifts and your purpose increased your spiritual maturity? I realized that my physical gifts that I have that God gave me, you know, I'm grateful for. But I was looking at it from the wrong perspective, you know, instead of looking at it like, wow, these are just wonderful gifts that he gave me those gifts were actually supposed to be an additive and, and an aid to my actual spiritual gifts. He's like, no, I put you here to motivate and to encourage people. Your art is just supposed to be the icing on the cake that brings them in and so that you can relate to them and meet them where they are. You know, cause a lot of the times you, you know, you meet Christians and they want to just throw the Bible at you instead of mm-hmm. going to those people and meeting them where they are. 
they not they're not gonna be they may not be on the same level as you are so going and actually speaking their language you know and for me my art is my way of communicating with people and so when I realized that hey your art is supposed to be more than just looking pretty on a wall or something that somebody picks up you know use that as a way to reel them in and then be able to just speak the gospel and just be yourself and, and God will shine through that Yes, that is amazing. Wow, wow, wow. I can't wait to talk more about this art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but thinking about, you know, like, how do you even get to this place? You know, what right. practical techniques have been beneficial, you know, as you learn to live a life of purpose to really, you know, manifest your gifts in your daily life? Like, what kind of tips would you share with others? Sure, yeah. For me, I realized it was a struggle. There, It mm-hmm. wasn't just, you know, I woke up one morning and God gave me this vision and boom, it was there. No, <laughs> you know, I had struggles as well. But when I started to see, when I started to change my response to my struggles, that's when things started to shift. Mm, it's like, say okay, that again. Yeah, like I, I knew they were going to come. You know, Christianity isn't perfect. Having a relationship with God, you know, you're going to struggle. But those struggles actually birth resilience in you. It, it creates that you know, that urge to want to push. And instead of looking at my struggles as something that was negative, you know, I learned to look at them as resources to teach me, you know, who I was as far as my character in the moment. What was it that God is teaching me? If I keep doing the same struggle over and over again, God, mm-hmm. what are you trying to say to me? How can I be a better person in the next season that you're, you're pushing me towards, you know? Yes. That's amazing. So it's really the way that you look. It's perspective. Yeah, yeah. It's Shifting your mindset. Shifting yeah. your mindset and really speaking the things that you want to manifest in your life, you know, and then just preparing for it once, once you're there, you know? Absolutely. I love that. Any other practical techniques? Like, you know, if you were talking to a a, a younger cousin <laughs> sure, yeah. and, you know, you ask that younger cousin um, about their gifts and their talents and their purpose. And they're like, ah, I don't know. You know, what would you, what would you share? What kind of practical techniques would you give them? Stop being afraid mm. because the crazy part is a lot of people are just so stuck and they, and they want to take that leap, but it's almost like they need permission. You have Ooh. permission to just move forward. You have permission yeah. to do it afraid. That's the thing. When when God calls you to something, he's not just saying, here, go figure it out. He's actually walking with you, actually walking ahead of you, preparing it, you know, Come on. ordering right. your steps. So you're not going to be alone. And then even if you are the type of person where you need people physically there or somebody there to guide you, he'll send people your way. So take those leaps of faith, even if it doesn't make sense. That's what faith mm-hmm. is all about. You know, mm-hmm. stepping into what you can't see and walking in faith and pushing out the fear. You know, because if you live your life fearful, you're never going to get anywhere in life. Yes, I love that. That take a leap. I can think of a million things that I have started because Mm -hmm. a leap of faith. think this is a good time to take a break and just remind you that if you're listening to this podcast and you are loving what you hear to go over to Apple, go over to Spotify, go over to whatever podcast platform you're listening to right now and rate this podcast. Come on, y'all. I need some fives. I need five stars. So rate the podcast. 
put a review in. Let me know what you're thinking because that is how this podcast will rise to the top and I seek to be amongst the number one players. So please go ahead, rate, review, subscribe, and share. Thank you. So L'Oreal, we're talking so much about your gifts, like enlighten us about what you do. (laughs) What are your gifts? (laughs) Absolutely. No problem. So I'm a creative artist and an author. Mm -hmm. And so I went to school, grew up. All all I did as a kid was wanted to draw, paint, all that. And so I went to school, graduated from Austin Peay State University and got a degree in art. And so I started a freelance company, LST mm-hmm. Designs, after I graduated. Couldn't find a job, so I decided to make it on my own way, you know, as, yeah. as us entrepreneurs do. And I created art for a graphic design specifically and photography for various local organizations, um, Divine Nine, uh, church groups, pretty much mm-hmm. anybody in the Clarksville, Nashville area for about seven years. And then after that, that's where I shifted into creating my book. And I felt like God was telling me, hey, I need you to take a break from, you know, just creating for other people. And just, you know, I want you to create for me. And so that's where the book came from. Um, And I named the book God, the Graphic Designer. I I love that title. Thank you. Thank (laughs) you. I just I realized, you know, I'm designing for all these people. And I realized, wow, you know, God really is the ultimate graphic designer. You know, he can mold you and you know, shape you however he wants to. And, you know, the finished product is always amazing. And I, I got, girl, I got the that idea is... from just being in the shower, <laughs> completely mm. random. But I just, I feel like that's where I also get my most, the most of my revelation is in the shower. I don't know uh-huh. why, uh-huh. but it's quiet time. And uh, yeah, I just felt like that was such a fitting title given what I do and uh, what God was placing on my heart to speak about. Yes, that is powerful. Um, I I had I had a season where that shower time was the best time. I literally always kept um like a sharpie. <laughs> right, right. That's such a good idea. Right. <laughs> yeah, with some dry erase markers. I was writing all over the mirror. But um, but yeah, I mean, wow, that is powerful. Like to even think that you can connect those two, right? Despite yeah. what you do, despite what your gifts are. God is still the designer, the creator, the CEO, the master strategist of it. And so, my Lord. (laughs) Right. Woo, that's good. That is so good. Well, I'm so glad that he is, like, giving you this opportunity to really, you know, build your spirituality as well just through your gifts, you know? Um, And what area of your spirituality have you grown the most? I'd say... Two areas really stuck out, especially with, you know, what's going on with the pandemic and quarantine, you know, being in solitude, you get to spend a lot of time with yourself. And I realized how much time I wasn't spending with God. I was so busy, go, 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 Mm -hmm. that I wasn't spending enough time with him. So, you know, areas where I know that I've grown and and I'm still growing, you know, are in my prayer life and my worship life, um, but also studying and reading the scripture. You know, it's one thing to speak things into people's lives, but I feel like whatever he's doing in my life and however he's going to elevate me, I really want to make sure that my foundation is solid. So I want to go back and really learn and understand God's character and how that character is going to be able to relate to my life and what he's going to do with me and have a better understanding, you know, and not be so fearful and 
it'll have it'll allow me to be able to trust him more you know and I know some people may think that's crazy but I'm you know I'm human I I mess up and I make mistakes as well and every day I have to wake up and you know go to him you know so I I feel like studying and really spending time with him it's building a relationship for me that I realized that I didn't necessarily have not one Mm -hmm. like this you know and it's growing stronger and I'm, I'm really grateful you know for it that is awesome. I'm telling you, that relationship yeah. <laughs> is everything, you know, yeah, uh, everything. I love that. I mean, I, I talk about it all the time that it's relationship over religion mm-hmm. because once you build that relationship and he's literally guiding you, um, you know, every step of the way he is anyway. But, you know, you right. have that close relationship, you know, at that point. And I love, too, that you mentioned that. You know, in this season, <laughs> right? You realized <laughs> this season. You know, if you had to think about this season, what is one word that describes what God is teaching you in this season of your life? Wow, that's that's a really good question. <laughs> I believe the word would be prepare. Mm. You know, I just have this gut feeling. I, I believe you talked about it in one of your podcasts. Um, just talking about how in the different ways that God can speak to you. And this is one of those feelings where I really do feel like he's preparing me, my household, my husband, our daughter, Mm -hmm. and whatever he's about to push us into, we really, I specifically really need to prepare. You know, he's given me a word. And one of the things that I'm learning and doing my best to be a good steward over it is really carrying the word that he's given me, you know, really making sure that I'm being a good steward over what he's given me. Yeah. He's birthing something in me. So I want to make sure that I'm praying what he said, I'm carrying it well, and I'm preparing and nurturing it. You know, one of my favorite quotes um, that I talk about in the book, um, they talk about take up one idea and make that whole idea your life. Everything that you do, eat, sleep, breathe, everything should be that thing you know and wow. whatever the word is that God is giving you make that thing your whole life you know focus everything that you do on it everything in the day should be geared towards pushing into your purpose and living on purpose wow you know put action to the words that he's giving you and however in whatever way that he's expressed them to you you know that's good take that idea and, and basically make it your entire life eat sleep yeah. breathe that's what happened when I wrote a dissertation lord hey look at that <laughs> Look, <laughs> I had to eat, sleep, and breathe that topic. Wow. Absolutely. I love that. You know, mm, that sounds good for some practical application, too. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Um, you know, you said prepare, and I just literally heard a word today about preparing and about how oftentimes we're waiting for the next season to arrive. It's almost like we're waiting mm-hmm. on that season for us to do something different instead of preparing yeah. in our current season for the next season. Right? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like what is, right what is preparation look like? To me, honestly, it's just, man, really focusing in on what God is saying. Mm-hmm. You know, if he gives you a word, like for me, you know, I really felt like God is saying, hey, I really want you. Yes, I know you wrote a book and your, and your art has been one of the forefronts for you, but I want you to really focus in on really meeting and speaking with people and empowering and really starting to engage in your spiritual gifts. So mm-hmm. instead of just when he gives you a word, instead of just saying, okay, cool, that's a nice word. No, what action can you take to help you prepare for it? It's like studying for a test. That's good. You know, 
when when the teacher gives you and says, "Hey, you guys are going to have a test on Monday. What do you do over the weekend? You don't go party if you want to have a good grade. You really go and study. Hey, what what did he teach in this lesson? Let me go back through the book and let me look at what he went over in this chapter. That's good. What can I do? You know, what study tools can I use while I'm out there? Let me connect with study partners, people around me that can be spiritually connected. Like all that is tied into preparing for something that he's birthing in you. You know, I love it. Same as when you're giving a giving birth to a child, mm-hmm. you know, you you want to prepare, you go to Lamaze classes, all those things. It's just really doing it in the spiritual aspect. And it can look like so many different things, you know, because everybody's different and everybody's purpose and the things that God has called them to is different. Absolutely. I love that. You know, um, what action are you taking to prepare? That is so good. Um, and it really relates to a word that God has just given me too. I'm thinking about preparing now as if an Amazon package is being delivered to my home. Ooh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> like literally God took me through the moment I click order to the moment yeah. my package has arrived. What's happening in that season while I'm preparing and excited mm-hmm. about, you know, that package being delivered. Like literally yeah. you're getting updates. You might get an email that says, you know, your package has been, um, been shipped or, you know, your package is out for delivery. And, right. and God is just showing me that he does the same thing. While I'm preparing for, you know, he is downloading, he is sending messages, he is doing all these Mm -hmm. things. And I'm like, okay, Lord, (laughs) I got it. I got it. You comparing us to, uh, comparing this thing to Amazon. Right. I got it. (laughs) Yes. So tell us more about your book. I want to hear more about God, the graphic designer, because that title is just so dope. Let's, let's hear a little bit about the contents. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, like I said, it's about it's about living on purpose okay. and us being created and designed by God. And it's it's not just about living, but really living with a purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom, she's uh, she's my heart, you know, and she's one of the people who really influenced, you know, a lot of the book. Because when we were younger, we would do certain things and she would say, no, you have to put you got to you're not doing it right. You need to, you know. <laughs> One of the things we did when we were growing up, we we had chores, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> one of the ones I always got stuck with the kitchen. But I, every time I swept, she would say, "You're not doing it right. You you got to sweep with a purpose." And I'm like, "Mom, mm, you sound crazy." Sweep with a purpose. <laughs> sweep with a purpose, but girl, the word and the revelation <laughs> behind it, she would say, "You know, you have to put action to something. You can't just do it and expect something, you know, to just magically happen. You really have to put action to everything that you're doing in your life." Come on, and mama. That's really what this book, right? That's really what this book is about. It's me using my life as an example and showing how I put action to the things that God has given me and really letting him reformat me into the masterpiece that I was created to be, you know, and letting go of everything that's controlled or hindered me and every struggle that I've been through, Mm -hmm. letting go of that and really focusing on the fact that, yes, there's a mountain here, but he's bigger than that, you know? Wow. That's, that's so good. My gosh. Um, I don't want you to give any more away. Y'all got to go get this book. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> Tell people how they can find the book, how they can find you, how they can follow you and support you. We want to keep up with everything that you Absolutely. have going on. I would love that. That means so much. Yeah. yeah. So the book is actually on all um, platforms online. So it's on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, and uh, Walmart.com. So you can get the book online there. But if you want a personalized book where I actually take time and 
either give you a prayer or specialized content and write in it and autograph it for you, you can go to my website at www.lstdesignsconsulting.com. And if you want to follow me and get to know me more, me and meet my me, meet my husband, me and my daughter, I'm on Instagram at L'Oreal.Henderson. Um, and then I'm also on Facebook and just look me up by my name, L'Oreal Henderson. All right. And I'll be sure to put all of those things in the show notes as well so that they are easily accessible. Awesome. Man, well, this has been amazing. I mean, yes. gosh, to, to come through with, first of all, this book. <laughs> right. And to just absolutely. remind us that, you know, he is the ultimate graphic designer. He has literally put everything in place for us. Um, we are his masterpiece. I'm so glad you said that because I've been using that term so much more lately masterpiece you know awesome. that God is just stepping back and looking at me and looking at you and looking at everybody who's listening and thinking whoo I did that yes, <laughs> right, I did right. that <laughs> yes so um I just thank you so much for you know sharing with us we are going to move forward to this A because we need this application right y'all All right, let's move on to the A. Wasn't that an amazing interview? Man, I hope it caused you to think a whole lot more about your gifts and about your talents. So one of the first things that, you know, we want to do in this application section is to think about our gifts. What are they? Did you write any down like I asked you to earlier? Identify your gifts. Identify your gifts. If God were to walk up to you right now and say, hey, what are the gifts that I gave you? Would you be able to say what those things are? Would you be able to express to him, you know, how you've used those gifts? Or would you say to him that you've hidden those gifts? What would you say? Identify your gifts, whatever those things are that you are good at. Write them down. Let's make them, you know, well known right here on the page. Number two, after you've identified your gifts, I want you to think about who in the Bible has those gifts. (laughs) I know you might be thinking, now we're not talking about spiritual gifts. We're not talking about discernment. We're not talking about words of wisdom. We're not talking about um, prophetic gifts. No, we're talking about intelligence, teaching You know, we're talking about musical talents, athletic abilities. I'm talking about working with your hands, craftsmanship, you know, creativity. I guarantee you there are there's a character in the Bible with that gift. Start with Google. Ask Google who in the Bible was creative, who in the Bible had administrative gifts, who in the Bible had a musical gifts or talent. You know, they're in there. Read up on that character. See, you know, what was that character, that Bible character doing? Um, Learn more about that gift from that character. The third thing that I want you to do is really begin to assess yourself and this gift. Because we want to use our gifts to the best of our ability, right? We want to steward the gift because what we learned through reading Matthew 25 is that when gifts are stewarded properly, when they are, you know, manifested and in full fruition, you are rewarded. And so I don't want you to miss out 
on any rewards because you're hiding that gift or you're tucking that gift away. So I want you to ensure that you're using that gift by first assessing that gift if you're using it. If you're using it to the best of your ability, if you're using it to your full capacity, and then I want you to pray about it. Go to God. Take that gift to him. Ask him, what did you intend for me to do with this gift? How can I use this gift to serve you? How can I use this gift to you know, edify your kingdom, what do you want me to do with this gift? And by the way, thank him <laughs> for giving you the gift. All right, that's your application. It's so many steps, I know, but they'll all flow together. Identify the gift. Look up Bible characters who have that gift. Assess the gift if you're using it to full capacity and go to God and ask him what he intended you to do with that gift. And don't forget to thank him for it. Go get him. So just as we end every episode, I just want to end with a word of prayer. So Father, thank you. Thank you now, God, for this episode, God. Thank you now, God, for everything you've done, everything you've spoken, God, for your presence, God. Lord, thank you for all of the revelation, God, whether it's conviction, oh God, or um, just understanding, oh God. Lord, thank you. Father, you are amazing. You are Abba. You are our Father, oh God. Lord, you are Yahweh. You are the I Am. God, you are Jehovah Jireh. You have provided these gifts for us, oh God. And Lord, we thank you for that. Lord, we are so grateful to you, oh God, for just placing things in us, oh God, that we might begin to discover and unlock as we move along in this life, oh God. Father, remind us of who we are, oh God. Remind us of our identity in you, that our identities aren't caught up, oh God, in what we do, oh God, but who we are in you. And Lord, thank you for just helping us to steward the gifts that you've given us, oh God. Helping us to realize, oh God, how much they mean to you, oh God. Helping us to reach our full capacity as it relates to our gifts, oh God. Father, we thank you right now. Lord, we thank you right now, oh God, that you have continued to guide us and steer us us in the right direction, oh God. Lord, we thank you, oh God, that we are uncovering gifts right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, that we begin to utilize our gifts to the full capacity. Mm. Father, I thank you that our gifts, oh God, begin to make room for us, oh God. Lord, that we begin to open up new doors, oh God, and new opportunities, oh God, that we begin to make divine connections, oh God, that allow us to utilize our gifts. Father, we thank you for the talents, oh God. We thank you for stewarding our talents, oh God. Lord, we thank you for every skill and every ability that we have. Lord, we thank you right now that no gift, mm, that no gift, oh God, will go unnoticed. That no gift, oh God, will go hidden, oh God. Lord, that we are coming out right now in the name of Jesus. So Father, I thank you that you have placed gifts inside of us, talents inside of us, oh God, that are to be released in the earth. And so Father, even as we begin to permeate these things to us through our spirit, oh God, even as we begin to realize more about ourselves, Father, we ask that you just continue to guide us gently, oh God, gently, oh God. Lord, hold our hands, oh 
oh God, until we're ready to take off. And Father, I thank you for sitting in the pilot seat as we begin to take off. Lord, we thank you right now, oh God, for clearing the space around us, oh God, so that we might hear your voice, oh God, as we begin to move forward in these gifts. Lord, we commit these gifts back to you. Lord, we commit these gifts back to you, oh God. Lord, they are yours. And Father, however you want us to steward the gift, oh God, that's what we shall do. So Father, I thank you for being you. God, I thank you that your power and your glory reigns forever and ever. And Lord, I thank you that even as we begin to steward the little, that you'll give us more. Lord, I thank you for our capacities. Enlarge our territories. Expand our capacities right now in the name of Jesus. And Father, I thank you for every Everything that you're doing in our gifts, with our gifts, on the earth, in the earth, and in the kingdom. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you again for tuning in. I am so excited about what God is doing in the lives of everyone connected to me. Thank you because it's because of you that this podcast is prospering. And so I appreciate you joining the journey with me. Feel free to hit subscribe, hit subscribe. I want you to know when the new episodes are coming out every Sunday at 2 p.m. Feel free to follow me at the Dr. Moore on Instagram. That's at T-H-E-D-R-M-O-O-R-E. And also, of course, you can feel free to send me an email at drlatanyamore at gmail.com. That's D-R-L-A-T-A-N-Y-A-M-O-O-R-E at gmail.com. If you are a faith-based entrepreneur and you want to partner, send me a message. I'd love to connect with you because listen, this is about to be epic.